This is a HeadGum Podcast. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Sometimes. That is what I... Keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick for fucks. You've seen one too many movies. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. What the fucking loser in the bag? What an excellent day for an exorcism. What is going on, one and all? I'm Andrew Jupin, and welcome to the October edition of the WHM Mailbag. I've got some spooky characters to bring in for you this evening, so let's get right to it, gang. We have first up, you know him, you love him, Mr. Chris Cabin. Boo. Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. Well, you, see, just, you seem so thrilled to be here. Yes, I was just trying to be. I didn't get dressed up. I wasn't in the, yeah. the mood. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm here. I'm ready to talk about Halloween things and also some crazy stuff that listeners go through. Um, I'm going to have people try to guess my costume at the end. <laughs> okay. I'm in costume. You are? Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll bring in. Uh, the next feller here, you know him, you love him almost as much as he loves basketball, Mr. Steven Sadak. New York Knicks two and one, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah right. dude. Oh, no. They are on? almost the best team in the league. And by that, I mean, they're not at all, but they're doing pretty well. I'm hey, doing man, well. How's you know, everybody doing? Off to a good start. Uh, doing good. Doing good. Yeah. I love that Prince of Darkness tea. Yeah, man. wow, man. That is my nice Halloween stuff. recommendation to everybody. Uh, can I tell oh, a quick... Uh, let, 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 let Andrew... Uh, everybody else should come in. I have a quick... Well, really quick, minutes. though, because your name tag's in front of it. Chris, what hoodie are you wearing? Oh, sorry. Uh, Discord. Not the, like not the app? No, no. Oh, Discord like the, records? Records, not the... Oh, got it. Yeah, not I was wearing app, a shirt on the tour, and me... My wife, Chris, and his wife were hanging out, and Chris was like, "Oh, what? What kind of? Where'd you get that shirt?" And I was like, "Oh, it's out of print." And Chris was like, "Oh, all right, fucking asshole." And I was like, "Oh, no, no, it's the the, the brand is out of print." I was like, "No, no, you can't get that shirt. That's my shirt. It's, it's, it's an out of print shirt. You should not even look for it." All right, and there are no always, shirts in Italy. <laughs> we've uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they're all booked up. Everyone's got them. You, you can't, can't find the shirt. I mean, Google it. You can't find the shirt. Uh, okay, here we go. Last but certainly not least, here we go. You know him, you love him, Mister No Face. So, oh. uh, oh. Eric, hello. Oh, now, so Steve, what's going on? Remember, I last wore this mask when Vern Troyer went out of print, <laughs> and we had to pay you money. I do remember that. Oh, now I remember. We threw money at him. Yeah. Yes, okay. 60 big four, ones, dude. 400th episode with the Love Guru. I believe we made a wager. And I gave you $20. Are you asking for it back now? No. Are you, just, so so wait, are you Wishmaster or Jigsaw? I'm me. I'm just doing something I did on the show pre-COVID. And okay. I thought it'd be fun for the mailbag. Because it's Halloween. You guys. Hey, you guys like you, you say you're Halloween enthusiasts, but you never 
You never embrace it. You never Dude, I'm, I'm, t- I'm totally in a costume right now. He has a costume on. Apparently, he has a costume. This is like you don't know it. cabin costume, it seems like, where it's just yeah. you. <laughs> yes, me with a, a suit. piece of clothing on is usually my, my, my I uh, am. costume. I'm a scummy Crystal Lake townie. Look at this fucking flannel uh, shirt. There you go. Look at this gross hair. I'm a fucking Crystal Lake scumbag. Come get me, Jason. There you go. Yes. You Steve all look is an like ex- scumbags. Steve's an extra from Forget Paris. You know, it's the same thing. <laughs> no, I was going to say I'm an extra from Jason Takes Manhattan. Hello. Let's go ah, next. Oh, true. no. Jason came here by boat, which is impossible. Ah. <laughs> he should have. Ah. <laughs> He should have definitely went to the garden, dude. Cause some fucking mayhem, just like our good friend Godzilla. <laughs> oh, then there'd be Jason eggs at the end of that. <laughs> oh, oh man, man, he laid eggs. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is the spectacular edition of the mailbag, and we're gonna read some letters to you here. Uh, but we did want to get some news out of the way, Steve. If you want to take it with the latest tour update. This is news from the road. Uh, Yeah, due to circumstances way beyond our control, and this is happening far too much on this tour, but I think it's the last time it's going to happen. We are changing venues for our Nashville show coming up on November the 21st. We're actually, it's the venues, the venue is changing. The city is staying the same. The date is staying the same. The movie is staying the same. We're just kind of going across the street to the Nashville city winery on november the 21st to talk about footloose fyi unfortunately zany's folks who bought tickets they uh have you have to get refunds for your tickets it's very easy to do so i hear but then you have to go and buy new tickets at the city winery so just it's it's all the same it's going to be great uh the touring world is insane right now hopefully this never happens again but here we we apologize for the inconvenience and the best thing is, I'm glad that we got to keep the date and we got to keep it in Nashville because exactly. that means our good buddy Philippe Sobrero's poster is not rendered useless. Hooray! Uh, so <laughs> Philippe's fucking awesome poster still remains accurate and not a weird fucking collector's item with wrong info on but it. But that's awesome too. We're also selling those on tour cash only, folks. So bring cash with you. Uh, just to go through what our ne- the last couple of stops are because we already did three which were super fun and thank you for coming out absolutely we should say we had a fucking great time last week oh yeah we, we really did um uh, i in- loved it <laughs> <laughs> on november the 18th we're gonna be at the comedy zone in charlotte north carolina talking about under siege uh mm-hmm. talking to the captain <laughs> and that's right and oh, that's on november-, <laughs> november the 19th we are going to the Orange Peel in Asheville, North Carolina, talking about Junior. That's uh, right. Yeah. Very terrific. Oh, Danny, you didn't pull out. <laughs> I, asked you, I asked you kindly to pull out and you forgot. Kindly. As, <laughs> as if it's a mystery, it will be our most gross show for sure. I, I can't oh, imagine. I we're, not, we're not going to be welcomed back in that city. No. Asheville's going to be a one and done. They're going to fucking chase I, us out with pitchforks. I'm not, say, I'm not saying which had them, but a lot of these shows have family strewn about them. Ooh. Thankfully, the Asheville show has no family at all. <laughs> yep. So yep. it's going to be That's really true. something. Uh, in uh, On November 21st, as I already said, we are going to Nashville, Tennessee to talk about Footloose at the City Winery. I may yeah. be dancing. Uh, and where you have to dance. I, I might I might be trying to get loose foot loose. You're uh, going to be all hopped up on red wine, dude. You're going to love oh, it. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'd probably to do. 
That's uh, absolutely the, right. <laughs> and then uh, we're finishing our tour and finishing the year at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York, which is our favorite place in the world. Uh, talking about the 10 year anniversary show just one year later. It's Chud. As you know, Charlton Heston urinary disease. As you know, it's a famous Chud. Hey, someone's asking this in the chat. Is this true? Oh, ew. Oh, no. Oh, no. What a bummer. Yeah. Get, kick uh, him I out, went, Nashville. Kill, I went to that movie charge. show. They thought that was so funny. They were talking about this. They were talking about that. They were talking about Footloose. Uh, the remake is clearly a superior film. Of course, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I'm a genius. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's him fucking. Oh, That's what it sounds God. like when he's fucking. <laughs> and his wife's in the other room fucking nailing somebody else. I love how that dude is so like unwittingly cucking himself at every turn in his existence. It's it's very sad. It's oh, sad. And, and, but from the voice you're making, <laughs> I'm thinking he could do the new Micro Machines commercial if they're ever coming back, though. He what, could Micro be Machines? The, they yeah, never they, left. Oh, they're still around? I wasn't aware of this. Oh, they're still around. Okay. Are they making Micro Machines? They're not marketing on television anymore. Yeah, when we were yeah. children, yes. you used to have the Micro Machine man. Yes, who would do the very I'm, quick voice. Yeah, Ben Shapiro would be right. He could even right. drive one of those things. <laughs> I'm yeah, the new millennial micro machine man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Teddy asks, will the 10th anniversary show be recorded and posted anywhere? Uh, as with all live shows, maybe. We hope so, <laughs> is the idea. It's yeah. a gamble. It's really yeah. a gamble. <laughs> There were some fuck ups. I think we're releasing <laughs> everything from the last tour, but I think the first leg. I, there were I, some I just bungles right. and fuck ups, and we yeah. cannot control any of it. Definitely some fireworks. Mm-hmm. That fucking boomer fucking sound guy in Detroit, though. You can keep that guy. Oh, <laughs> yes. I will be keeping him soon. I think I think that guy heard some of our material and fucking staged a walkout. Let's just put it that way. The second we started uh, making all the cop jokes, if you know, all the convention aside, every venue was fantastic, and we were very nice playing all the cities. Oh yeah, Uh, so we do have some letters here. I think we should maybe get to one or two of them, bad boys. Uh, Chris Cabin, as the fucking uh, the letter master, as always here. any recommendations as to who should read what? Wild card. Anyway, anybody Ooh. can think anything. Steve, I would say you should read the first one because I just think, I, I mean, I can I just say, I cannot stop looking at you. I mean, this is the combo of the fucking Carpenter t-shirt and the Knicks hat. You're fucking styling tonight, yeah. dude, and I'm all I about it. it. You, you read that first one. Well, my wife was like, you're wearing a hat in your own house. I'm like, I'm going on stage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Andrew does it all the time. <laughs> Eric's wearing a fucking featureless face mask. I put this on. Okay, so uh, the ticket taker who knew too much. How do you hate movies? Your recent episode on Stay Alive is a good excuse to share my story on getting absolutely roasted for buying a ticket to a movie despite the fact that I've never actually seen it. Question mark. I don't know what that means. Mm. I just did the Tim Allen uh, drawl by accident there. I literally just went. Uh, Back in 2006, I was a very horned up teen with a girlfriend. And like you do, I wanted to escape the parents and get some makeout time. So to the cinemas, we went. Yeah, we decided why not pick at least a good movie to occasionally watch when he came up for air. And we so we chose Inside Man. 
uh, be, uh, however, being underaged and our theater being uh, insanely strict on carding people buying R-rated tickets, we decided to buy our tickets to stay alive and then sneak in to Inside Man. I would just, right. just stick with stay alive. Like it's you, you just want to make out. You're just trying to get to some sort of a base. You yeah, don't need don't, Spike Lee's yeah, yeah. Uh, masterpiece going in your mouth. Totally. Okay. I, like have like have some appreciation for that movie, man. Like experience that thing. Inside Man's longer, so you have more time to make out. That's exactly. a good point. Ooh. Oh, didn't think of it that way. Well, because you'd be like, but the problem with that, you'd be making out. Oh yeah, wait. Did you say talk about the Holocaust? What? What am I? What? <laughs> I thought this is a bank robbery oh, movie. Wait, wait, oh, oh, wait a minute. I was, did they just say he has Nazi gold? <laughs> oh, that's. You know, I kind of don't feel like kissing. Wh- Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Willem I, Dafoe, dude, I, that's a great call. You cannot make out and uh, you know stay horned up hey. with the voice of Willem Dafoe in your ear. You avenge me! Ma- keep making out! <laughs> avenge me! Say, I would prematurely ejaculate. Ah, your tongues are looking good in there. Yeah. Wow, you're doing great. I mean, I think that great, was Eric. the problem. Uh, you know, in in. Uh, in Greg Kinnear's problem in autofocus. Like, could you not look at me, Willem Dafoe? I'm trying to, you know, exactly <laughs> trying to get something going here. Uh, we buy our tickets and we get to the ticket taker who takes one look at our tickets, gives a big heavy sigh and says, oh, God, don't see Stay Alive. That movie is terrible. Dude, can That's we stop with the editorializing? Yeah. Thanks for nothing, Roger Ebert. Can I fucking <laughs> can you just tear the ticket, please? Tear my uh, ticket, Gene Shallot. <laughs> am I allowed into your palace, you piece of shit? <laughs> Uh, remember, this is the ticket taker whose sole job is just telling you where to go. Yet now he's become the movie judge, and I've been found guilty of paying for Stay Alive, <laughs> the if you die in the game, you die for real movie. He seemed truly disappointed in me, a complete stranger. I mean, now, I get disappointed in strangers all the time, but I'm not yeah, meddling like this. Exactly, it's not it's none of your business. Now, of course, any uh, reasonable uh, adult would say, "Hey, man, that's none of your business. Just tell me where the theater is." But I was an awkward teen and a budding cinephile, and I felt yeah. stupidly anxious. Yeah. Budding cinephile. <laughs> budding. Ooh. <laughs> Is Defoe showing up in the Spider-Man movie? What, what do we think? Uh, I'm going to go no. Two scenes. You think maybe. so? Maybe like right at, like it might even be the stinger. Uh, but I think you're going to get at least one. One would be great two. if you beheaded Dane DeHaan. <laughs> I'm the Green Goblin. Well, now Dane DeHaan in the Amazing Spider-Man. I know we did episodes on that. He played Norman, uh, the son Osborn. Yes, Harry. Was, not Norman. That's Harry Osborn. Oh, Norman is Nor- the dead. Norman's Norman's the, Norman's dead. the dead. Chris Forgive Cooper. Me. Forgive me. Oh, Chris <laughs> Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Chris Cooper. You will fucking forget that in yeah, those. Well, movies, he's barely in. He's way. just on, on his deathbed the whole time. Uh, yes. Anyways, I I see that Spider Verse trailer or, or Far From Home trailer in front of every movie i see and it gets worse every time i see it i haven't even seen it in front of anything yet dude i only watched it on youtube <sighs> it yeah, just same. i can't does not i don't good. know i, I just that's where I, i'm at we'll see God, we'll I'm see sorry I, now i feel stupid i think it looks you shouldn't cool. feel stupid you can enjoy <laughs> what you like i'm not some ticket taker telling belittling you for seeing stay alive <laughs> oh, i'm sorry roger ebert <laughs> maybe this okay. guy wants to go see a movie he should just go see a movie. And I'm sure many people in the comments are disagreeing with me, and they should. <laughs> um, hey, man, it's out of your business. Just tell me with you. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, 
But I was an awkward teen and budding cinephile. I feel stupidly anxious and end up blurting out the entire plan is to sneak into Inside Man. My girlfriend <laughs> absolutely mortified at me. However, this guy just doubles down with, yeah, okay, enjoy your awful movie, I guess. Wow, what a piece of shit. Is that guy so trying to get fired, maybe? <laughs> so I guess he thought uh, I came up with the entire plan as a ruse to make him think I had better ta- uh, taste and see a Frankie Muniz horror movie. No. The nice part of the, no, the nice part of the story is that while he, while me and my girlfriend, who were those assholes, I just saw girlfriend that asshole. I was like, what? Where is this? Yeah, wait, on? well, this took a turn. <laughs> what is this? Like search history? <laughs> um, the nice part of the story is that while me and my girlfriend were those asshole teens making out, yes, making out asshole, uh, in the back of the theater, could have been. Said, Man, during Inside Man, the movie ended up being so goddamn great that we even stopped the freight train to second place, based 15 minutes in, and just enjoyed a damn fine movie. You, Good for you, folks. You made out during Inside Man? <laughs> you know, he stole Nazi gold! Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, damn fine movie. Uh, thankfully, the ticket taker was gone when we left, but I still sometimes feel his ghostly presence when yeah. I buy a ticket for absolute trash. So knowing y'all are theater lovers and some of you even worked in a multiple places as well, have you ever been heckled or heckled someone else for their movie choices at a theater? And a bonus question, since you bo- covered both films, which is the most embarrassing film of a t- to buy a ticket to sneak into? Inside Man's in- Inside Man's Stay Alive or the other choice we had was Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. Thanks for 10 plus years of an incredible stuff. Benjamin. And is, is he from somewhere? Uh, Benjamin is in Houston, Texas. Texas. There we go. Well, thank um, you, Benjamin. Thank you, Ben. Uh, so, wait, so huh. wait, so what is worse? Sneaking into Inside Man and buying a ticket to stay alive to do it or just going to see Larry the Cable no, Guy? No, I think because Inspector? Health Inspector was also PG-13. So that was, oh. it was either like I could either buy a ticket to stay alive and oh, I see. Man or Larry the Cable Guy and oh. uh, Inside Man. By the way, I would l- say stay alive just because I don't know. Like those people need that money. Oh no, not at all. I, I would I would definitely buy a ticket to stay alive a hundred times than pay money on Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. Here's the counterpoint. Here's the point in favor of Larry the Cable Guy. He's seeing this in Texas, so it wouldn't be really weird. Like the guy might not have gave him shit. Oh, yeah, he might have gone to hell. Yeah, brother. He <laughs> might have gotten a ticket taker. Like hell yeah, brother. Support our guy, Larry. Well, I just can't believe actually that like the 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 person here spilled the beans about the whole plan to the usher, and then the usher just let them pull it off. Well, I mean, you know, he's probably not. He's, I mean, he's clearly just. I don't even know a At huge. The, I mean, I never did that, but I never fucking talk shit to like oh no garbage. I never I, did that. I was asked at least twice, like. I, I never said it outright, but like there were definitely a couple of couples where the guy's like, so you've seen all the movies they're playing here, right? I'm like, no. Well, tell me, how's this one doing? Huh? Is it good? <laughs> Come on. You, you've seen it, right? It's good, right? And I'm like, yeah, maybe. Like I, I saw. I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. The one you're seeing, I would never see, sir. I don't know. I don't know how RV is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of would just, I would lie. I would say like, Oh, people have come out and really enjoyed it, you know, and just lying to people to get them to buy a ticket, I guess. I don't know. Uh, all right. Who wants to take the next one? Eric? Sure. Okay. Can everyone, everyone can hear me, right? This sounds yes. okay. Yes. All right. Remember to pick up groceries 
and RoboCop 3. Mm, okay. Dear WHM gang, I look forward to hearing your episode on RoboCop 3 if it is eventually released. Down Fingers the road. crossed on that one. Fingers crossed on that one. And that's a good moment to say we are going on tour still. You never know what can happen. It might be a one night only experience. That's uh, right. That's true. November 18th, we'll be at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, talking about Under Siege. And I really wish this mask had nose holes, I'm realizing. Are you going to pass out on the air? Wouldn't that be good content? Yes. If you just face plant it on your own desk? Yes. (laughs) Do you want to do the rest of the tour, dude? No. No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. On November 19th, we'll be the Orange Peel in Asheville, North Carolina, talking about Junior. That's the one where Danny DeVito comes inside Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm Mm-hmm. November 21st at the City Winery in Nashville, Tennessee. Very important venue change. If you are just joining us from watching, <laughs> I don't know, whatever jerk-off videos on here. Uh, <laughs> we'll be them. at the City Winery in Nashville, Tennessee. Instead of Zanies, you have to rebuy tickets. It's, it's, it is what it is, folks. Get those <laughs> tickets now. And then, of course, December 9th at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. 10-year anniversary show. One year late on Chud. It's going to be monumental, and the tickets are flying for that one. Absolutely. Here, Eric, I just I put that, that up. Yeah, funny. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> Take off your pants, Eric. <laughs> I'm not wearing any. God. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah, we got a real Harrison Ford and uh, Sean Connery situation here. <laughs> totally. You're done. Well, we're, we're doing this sheen. You know what? We're not going to wear pants. When I was <laughs> nine years old, I would go to our local grocery store back in the early 90s when grocery stores, at least in my area, had a couple shelves of VHS tapes that they could that they would have for rent. Uh, and I would rent RoboCop 3 every single Friday after school. <laughs> oh, wow. Somebody should have every stopped that. Single fr- I mean, every having just Friday. had to watch RoboCop three times in a week. Robocop three three times in a week. You made a mistake. Yeah, that's you, and you're just like wasting your parents' money at this point. Mm-hmm. I guess like what? Uh, I mean, well, RV wasn't out at the time. I'm thinking of RV. What, what was that? We're on Robocop three. Barton Fink. You could have gotten Barton Fink. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was the early nineties. There's plenty to watch. I guess it's true. My mom's friend slash weed connection was the counter girl and knew me and would let me rent any of the R-rated movies I wanted because my mom said it was okay and because it because I came from a Christian family family, meaning that violence and profanity were okay, but absolutely no boobs. Absolutely mm. no boobs. Here you go, honey. Here's a seven for you. Take it yeah. home. <laughs> so that's that's Christian values right there. I want to write that down. Um uh-huh. <laughs> profanity and violence are okay, but sexuality is bad. Yeah, that's actually what the last episode of Midnight Mass is all about. <laughs> no, don't spoil it. I got I'm not, two I'm left. not doing nothing. I'm not doing nothing for you. Now I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> I don't know. I skipped the line. Oh, this is the most important and insane line of the email. I must have rented that movie at least 36 times, if not wow. more. The authority Jesus. should have been brought in. That's that's bringing the authorities at that that's point. That's every point. week for the better part of a year. I uh, probably you're watching rented, RoboCop 3. 
I probably rented Dust Till Dawn at least 10-ish times, but everybody knew it was up. It was like, oh, you like action? And that's all my hair. Got it. Got it. Those are pretty Got big it. numbers. Ten times are those are big numbers. Oh, it's huge. I, I've never seen me so and I rented it so many times. <laughs> and the thought never came across your mind to just buy it? You know, I don't know. <laughs> oh. oh, a little rich boy buy, buy VHS tapes. <laughs> exactly. It was like five dollars a pop I can handle. Twenty something bucks. No way. <laughs> no, no, <sir. laughs> Now I'm a grown ass man and wouldn't touch that movie if you paid me. Thank you for well, but- your service. However, I still love and cherish the first two movies, and I watch them whenever. We've got to find the eye hole here. <laughs> and what? Uh, the That's first what she two said, movies, dude. And I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about the brown eye. Uh-huh. Brown eyed girl, it. Van Morrison. Uh, it's about asses. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I wouldn't watch a movie you pay me. Thank you for your service. However, I still love and cherish the first two movies. I read that already. And I am fe- whenever I'm feeling down. Did you guys have grocery stores that rented tapes, or was that just a California thing? Um, no. And were there any tapes any of you rented uh, an, an obscene amount of times? I guess we already got to some of that. Like I did with Robocop V. Thank you, Mr. G. P.S. I am an English teacher from California and want to inform you that a lot of us do, in fact, smoke, consume shit ton of the 420 Blaze It to survive this stressful job. It was way more common than you might think. And just the obvious hippie dippy, not just the obvious hippie dippy teachers that do it. Of course. I can imagine that. I have absolutely no idea what that's in reference to. I, I, I was expecting a 90210 something, you know, someone talking about oh, California to us, but uh, kind of went nowhere there, Chris. <laughs> I, the- to answer the question, at least in our town, we definitely had grocery stores that had tape sections. Oh, wow. 100%. And that was actually, um, we had those before like big chains moved, like, moved in closer to where I lived. So we would go to the grocery store video section. Like it was the, the grocery store, the price chopper, it was called. And they had a, actually a pretty substantial VHS section there. Yeah, we, we had like go, three we, different ones. There was a ton of mom and pop little video stores that did, when the chains came in, uh, were crushed under the mill, uh, the wheel <laughs> of it. But they did exist, but they weren't ever like, they were their own entity. It was just like tiny little like, oh, popcorn yeah. video and family video. Not family video, but like... I- we Crap never like had we never had grocery store VHS where I was. Yeah, they had but, many shelves. Uh, uh, the I I don't know if this it wasn't like at the uh, Grand Union, but at Price Choppers they had like shelves upon shelves of. It was actually movies. pretty a pretty yeah. substantial section to rent videos for like being inside a supermarket, like was granted like per- a suburb supermarket though. So like they're way bigger than city supermarkets yes, much bigger was that the only pervert renting a movie over 8 or 10 times i'm trying to think uh the thing is i had i had like every cable channel so mm. it was like i would watch a movie 9 or 10 times but just cuz they played it all the time yeah right i think i definitely on vacation 
It was a particularly rainy week wherever we were, and I just I kept on renting heavyweights because I just <laughs> I, 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 I felt such connection to that movie. I was you like, wanted to see me. fellow destroyed fat kid Summers. Yes, I was like that. That should be me. That should be me out in the fields eating chocolate and marshmallows and probably throwing up and shitting everywhere. But they don't show that part. Uh, but yeah, I think heavyweights that would have been at least like maybe like seven eight times. I don't know. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I had some. But we we were tape buyers though. We had a lot of shit on tape to rewatch. We did we did the the big haul from the Columbia House. There it is. It's over with. It had to end. Yeah. It had to end. <laughs> I know. It just I, sounded I, like you could you couldn't stand it. Um, I really wanted to keep it going, but it didn't work. <laughs> Was it becoming hard to breathe in there? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, Eric. Is it hard to breathe breathe in there where you, in, where in you my, are in <laughs> my house? Fucking mask you're wearing. But <laughs> whoa, dude! Why don't we all ah, take our masks off? The truth. Oh, the ah. truth. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. All right. Let's see. Uh, I'll take this next one. Okay. More like Chevy Chafe, I believe. Ew. Um. Yeah, that's gross, right? Hello, guys. Hope all is well during these trying times. Eh, I thought I'd write in with a story inspired by <laughs> inspired by Chris's threat of making Steve watch nothing but trouble if he wins the VHS trailer game, which we are all rooting for Chris this season. Are uh, we all rooting for Chris? Are we all doing it? I'm not. Well, two of us are, and Chris is rooting for himself. Yes. Um, or am I? <laughs> my parents are El Salvadorian immigrants, and North American humor was lost on them a lot, especially my dad. He detested all old SNL guys who were all over movies in the 80s. Your Bill Murray's, Dan Aykroyd's, Belushi's, etc. But the one he disliked the most was Chevy Chase. Well, that's pretty understandable. Um, every time... <laughs> uh, every time... Uh, he'd see him on TV or watch a movie that had him in it. My dad would rant in Spanish about how Chevy wasn't funny and didn't get why he was famous. As the 90s rolled on, Chevy was in less and less stuff and no longer the star he once was. So my dad no longer had a reason to be annoyed by him. Just imagine this kid having to like hide episodes of community from this father <laughs> just to make sure that it never he never just shot off one. Uh, flash forward to 2015. Me and my family are in the theater to watch Mad Max Fury Road. My dad is excited to see one of his favorite franchises. Uh, when the trailers start playing, the first was Vacation. Dad was not responding to any of the jokes on screen when all of a sudden, <laughs> a bespectacled, balding face shows up on screen. It's Chevy Chase. Suddenly, my dad is sent back in time, and all that pent-up disdain comes back to the surface. He starts shaking his head and complaining, who let him back in movies? He was <laughs> never funny. I mean, just imagine him, this guy being like behind you and just like you're in the <laughs> middle of watching the god-awful vacation remake trailer, yeah. and you're just zoning out the whole time, and then you just hear from the background... Who let him back in here? You know what? I'll tell you right now, Chris, I would start fucking filming it just in case something went nuts. Yeah, that would be great. Something's already going nuts. This guy's yelling at the theater about Chevy Chase. I mean, I guess that's fair. Uh, He spent the rest of the trailer just shaking his head, wondering why anyone would hire him to be in a movie. Especially now that 
just sick. Do you know why they let him back in? Do you know? Do, do you know who I'm, that is? I'm imagining this guy had like a super cut of three amigos that just cut Chevy Chase out. It's just <laughs> Steve Martin and uh, and Martin Short talking to each other. Oh man, I could buy it. Or he's just like Chevy's just like blurred out. The voice is replaced. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want to get the story, so yeah, you just have to keep him in there. Right. Yeah, but it's I don't know, other bumble, amigos. Bumble. What are we gonna do next? <laughs> They just keep on putting in like scenes of John Candy in a sombrero from other movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wears one in summer rental briefly. I do. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, well, that's a question. Go. You go. Oh, I was just, I was just going to say, I've been meaning to go back to Three Amigos. I haven't seen that in so fucking long. But one thing that stands out is I think uh, Phil Hartman plays one of the uh, like studio heads. Oh, that's uh, maybe. With yeah. Lovitz, I, I think. It's been and a, there's a line a that's. Take the Amigos clothes. Oh, because wow. oh, they own everything. Yes. Mm, I have studio. not yet. I mean, that I think for a small time in my life, that was my favorite movie. Like back when you're just like, you're yeah. a little baby yeah. kid. You're like, that's my favorite movie. And you didn't really know anything about it. But like, oh, Three had, Amigos was. Yeah. It yeah. had funny guys and hats. So you're like, that's got to be my favorite movie. And I, I could not tell you one thing that happens in that movie. It's been so long. <laughs> so yeah. long. They do like the choreographed, like, pelvic thrust gag oh, I recall yeah, yeah, yeah. which they which they brought back on I think it was that like SNL 40th or something oh really yeah yeah, yeah they dragged that back out of the closet uh, well question did, did this guy have a problem with SCTV guys or just Saturday Night Live guys oh uh, well it seems to be specifically a Chevy Chase is he spitting on maybe, Eugene Levy or what no maybe it's a groundlings problem okay that, I could see yeah. that I understand that <laughs> I do I understand that <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, wondering why anyone would hire him to be in a movie, especially now that he was old, bald, and fat. Just this guy screaming <laughs> in the theater, dude. I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> I had never seen him just go off like that in the theater. My siblings and I still laugh about it whenever we bring it up. My question to you guys Did any of your dads have an open disdain for a movie star of your childhood? Cheers, Steven from Vancouver. Thank you, Steven. Um, my dad, uh, I can tell you right now, especially with the amount of times that we watched his movies, my dad, not a huge Jim Carrey fan, if you can believe it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's I with all that moving? What's with yeah. all that? Uh, the, the elbow. The yeah. It goes like that. I, I like think that. on like more than one occasion, I've heard my dad refer to Jim Carrey as a jackass. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that jackass? Yeah. yeah and it's that. like, you know, it's Jim Carrey's the biggest star in the world in 1994. <sighs> I remember I, my dad very openly. I, I, it the uh, who's okay. I, I, it's am- amazing that my brain is so fucked up. I can't remember the guy's name. The guy who fucked. It's the not pie. that amazing. Yeah, I mean the, the pipe is the pie. constantly in your hand. Jason yes, Biggs. Jason Biggs. Thank you, uh, Jason. I remember watching American Pie with my father, and uh, that scene happens, and he just comes over to my ear. He's like, "That kid's disgusting." <laughs> Like no. not not during the pie fucking scene. No, during the pie fucking scene. Oh, but it yeah, wasn't like this is this is disgusting. Chris, Chris, it's, this kid is disgusting. It's your father telling you not to fuck pies. Yeah, I, think yeah, that's, I mean, well, you better not get into this food fucking. Hold yeah. it too you know, late. If that was my son, I'd kick him out. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Just remember how that goes. Okay. My dad is. Very close to Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't remember any of either of my parents like really having a disdain for an actor. Eric, you got anything? I'm trying. No, to think I mean, I think I'm in the same boat. Maybe all of them. <laughs> oh, also, also, my dad not a Michael Moore fan. If you can believe. Wow, well, yeah, yeah well. different different situation altogether. Uh, yeah, you don't um, bowl for Columbine's son. <laughs> why do they let him back in the movies? Michael oh, so Moore. Just why gonna, do they let him? He's just going to bother Ch- Charlton Heston now. Okay. Okay, I wouldn't bother Charlton Heston. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Heston, Mr. Heston. <laughs> someone face, says, sir. someone says, my mom just uh, fucking hates Matt Damon for some reason. I could see well, that. I thought she fucked Matt Damon. That'd be well, that's cool. what it says. That's what I they wrote. Just <laughs> fucking Matt Damon. Oh, my God. They, they clarified. That's see, hilarious. I knew, I knew what was right up. now? And that's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think Chris Cabin is this the sure. final one? This is the final one. All right. Oh my this god! Is, I gotta get the uh, I'll get the AV material ready yes. while Eric you gave a tour update. Yes, exactly. Please, so, folks, we're no longer at Zany's in Nashville. We'll be at the City Winery on November twenty first. You're gonna have to re get tickets. It's gonna be a very great show. Footloose. Chris has promised to dance. I will maybe, be dancing. Maybe even sing a little tune for you. I'll try. Uh, the night before, uh, not the night before, two nights before, we'll be at November. Uh, we'll be at the Orange Peel on November 19th at Asheville, North Carolina, doing junior. Folks, watching this live, now you see what the live experience is. Sometimes oh, we edit something out. Um, <laughs> November 18th, we'll be at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, talking about Under Siege. And of course, in December, the 9th of December, we'll, we'll be at the Bell House in Brooklyn doing the one, the, the 10-year anniversary show, one year late on Chud. That fucking mask cut off oxygen to my brain. I think I'm catching <laughs> up still. You're getting there, dude. No, but yeah, we're really we're so excited for all these. Um, we had a, a ton of fun at the meet and greets. Really cool stuff. I will go. I have it. Yes. Oh, do you got it? You got it. You got some, it. No, no. Some very nice man made me and everybody else oh, a yes. paper mache. Oh, yeah. oh I got a uh, cool thing and yeah. gave it to us. Uh, here's mine's, the signature. Mine's right if there. Oh, mine's right over here. But I'm not wearing pants. As oh yeah, so you, can, you can't do that. But yeah, so I mean, people uh, give us stuff. They say hello. It's really we really enjoy the meet and greets. We really enjoy meeting people. We really enjoy playing for people. That's right. Oh, but BTW, you got to be vaccinated. Got to be vaccinated. Not fucking around with that. Please and do. And you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to say it. If you happen to see the green room door open and any of these, uh, and any of these shows, just don't sneak in and come on in yes. after the don't, show and, uh, and kind of refuse to leave. I would just say, don't do that. Now you're giving my ideas, Steve. Yeah, mm. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Who left that gate open? <laughs> lock the gate is what I should have yelled at somebody. Yes, that's true. Uh, that was really uh, an asshole thing to do. Uh, okay, so we got one more letter here, Chris Cabin. This All one, right. can, uh, can you still read this evening? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like lightning outside my window. That's exciting. Uh, oh, wow. I just saw that too here. It's supposed to be a big uh, rain event here in the Ooh, Northeast. Yes. Spooky. A big rain event. <laughs> the rain event of the winter. Uh, Mike the Barback. Hey, gang. Okay. Long time listener. First time mailbagger. I was listening to your patrons only episode on American Werewolf in London. Great episode, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, And the conversation turned to local New York bars using intellectual properties from movies and television to try and make up for the fact the vibe fucking sucks. Only 
only to somehow make things worse. Two bars in my hometown of Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, Scotland. Uh, oh, uh, the first one is called Lebowski's. Oh, man. That <laughs> uh, stinks. Other than an incredibly subtle bowling motif and regular specials on white Russians, it's your standard Scottish bar and is quite beloved. The problems, however started when they tried to expand the Lebowski's brand across the city of Glasgow and into the nation's capital of Edinburgh. Uh, oh, needless mistake. <laughs> never go yeah, to Edinburgh. They don't, want, they don't want this shit. Uh, needless to say, Scotland could only handle one Lebowski's and the additional <laughs> locations have since sh- uh, shuttered. So you're well, a Lebowski, when, I'm a Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one you, Lebowski. Exactly. We got the wrong Lebowski you'd go in. Yeah. You see? (laughs) I think the bathroom at Lebowski should be the rug in the center of the fucking restaurant. Yeah. I mean, if you are the bank employee when, you know, somebody who owns this establishment Lebowski comes in, it's like, listen, we need to close one of our locations. We want to reallocate that loan you gave us. You'd have to say, look at him and say, the bums lost, Lebowski. (laughs) (laughs) The bums lost. Why don't you try getting a job, sir? (laughs) You'd have to say it. You don't go out looking for work like that, do you, on a weekday? (laughs) Great movie, awful fans. Not even awful fans, but the fan culture, you see. It's 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 a lot. It's a a great, great, capital G, great movie. That happens to all really good movies, right? Star Wars fans suck. Ghostbusters fans suck. Uh, (laughs) They all suck. Our fans rule, though. I I will say. Especially (laughs) when they storm the gates. Uh (laughs) No. Uh, Don't do that. The second offending bar was your standard old man's pub in the west end of the city, a stone's throw away from Lebowski's. It's a type of place that you'd walk in and (laughs) all the six-year-old men sat at the bar would turn around to look to see if it's another regular that's walked in or if it's some outsider that would dare oh. to step foot into their private little club. Are they a, a Greek soccer club uh, by any chance? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Been there. Uh, this is closed for a private party. Uh, yes, we do things. This is club. Club. Yes, uh, we're a pr- private poker game. Leave yeah. now. No <laughs> mafia, only club. Yes, we need. The gu- <laughs> yes, we definitely need guns in club. Just leave it. Uh, the location has had many owners over the years, mm-hmm. changing its name five or six times in my thirty years on this earth. But the most egregious of the name changes came about a year after Breaking Bad ended, when the pub in question re-ban- rebranded to Heisenberg's. <gasps> That's awful. <laughs> Complete with paintings of Walter White on the wall and no. blue cocktails. No, this is no, not. Oh my no. god! Wait, this is this the original Lebowski's? Yes. <laughs> this would be fun for like one night, like a Can night a only. Whole night? <laughs> Are you kidding? Maybe a pop up. Maybe. What, maybe just a pop-up. get in, get a drink, and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to visit Drapers, uh, it was absolute. <laughs> it was absolutely tore apart on social media for being fucking awful and closed for a complete rebrand, back to a generic pub in less than a month. At that point, well done, Scottish people. <laughs> At they that point, stood up and said no. After Heisenberg's is in your town, wouldn't you just want to demolish that area and not have anybody like leave the rubble where it is? Yes, <laughs> just be like nothing can be here, nothing can grow here. Obviously, this was a mistake. Uh, I have attached photos uh, oh, of the Google yes. uh, 
Andrew, you want to throw a couple? Ooh. Oh, oh, I, all right. So first of all, that sign sucks. Yeah, Bad. you could tell that it's fucking writ- font written by someone in the Southwest, right? That's what they're trying to emulate. <laughs> Why is it, like it looks the, like? Why are we using the Simpsons font? Yeah, right. It's <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, okay, Bro, so here, here's this. Mm. Also oh, terrible. Classic really bad. That's how he signs ah. his checks. Get Jody. <laughs> Who's got the art degree? Go get Jody to do it. You know what? How about start a fucking bar in a car wash and call it Heisenberg's? That yeah, makes totally. worse. Oh, a little bit of a nice. concept yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. That sucks shit. Oh, boy. Oh, that boy. sucks. Look at that. Not good. Uh, I think there's one more. Oh, all right. I would order the crystal blue. I would order the crystal blue. (laughs) So for four crystal blues for the the table, please. You'd have to, right? But if you're going for the old man contingent, wouldn't you like call it something like bunkers or like Archie? Yeah, like Archie Bunker. I'm the one who says slurs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that Archie Bunker crossed over there. Dude. Yeah, I'm that... trying to think of like what faulty towers. What's no. yeah? No, what's the British equivalent of Archie Bunker? Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, Thatcher's. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, what a was Thatcher. Basil Faulty up to? Huh? <laughs> Am I oh, sick? That's um, awful. Before I go, I have to ask if. Uh, before I go, I have to ask. If you all had to open an ill-fated bar named after a movie or television show title or character, what would it be? Uh, thanks for years of laughs, William. Um, I'd open a bar called Norms. It'd be a Norm nice. Peterson-themed bar. Ooh. Very low-key. Mm, I like that one. I would, or, I would open up... Um, it's not in the true ending of the comic book Kingdom Come. And here we go. Let me just adjust. No, oh, good. <laughs> but it's in the special edition, you see. Oh, got it. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it's a big, big that trade paperback. There is a really cool, uh, at the end, Batman and Superman. Wonder Woman go to a superhero themed restaurant, which I cannot. It's like a Planet Hollywood, but for DC superheroes. Oh, and it yeah. So hard. And I can't. Someone in, in the chat should shout it out if you know what it is. But it's so awesome. And like everyone's. The waiters are dressed like it. And I was like, I always kind of wanted to go there. And I don't remember what it was called. Oh, wow. I think I'd have to go with Coops. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, like a, the Black Lodge. Eh? No, yeah. I like that. That's, That's a great a cool idea. idea. I see uh, in the letter, this person actually went on to decide if Eric decided I, to call his bar Zapruders. I didn't want to take your... I didn't want to take your your obvious title. <laughs> he owes me a white Russian. I mean, I mean, I guess I would just. I guess that's my generic answer for every movie question. So I guess I would say that. Yes, I think I thought uh, that. I'm trying would to be figure out answer. how this character's written again. So that and, I guess, yeah, yes. And uh, uh, yeah, there it is. Philippe Sobrero got it. It's Planet Earth. Oh, of course, of course, it rules. Philippe. Great idea uh, for a name. Yeah, right me and Sly decided we wanted to expand the brand of Planet Restaurants. So Planet Krypton was something we invested in with all of the DC superheroes. Oh, you know what? Foolishly, cool? we didn't know. We didn't have the intellectual property. We was closed down in minutes. I got one, by the way, McLeod's. Oh, oh yeah, nice. very nice, perfect. Fets? No, that wouldn't work. That's yeah, that's, that's, be kind of yeah. cool. Oh, you're I mean, getting you the fucking kid. shut down, Biatch. <laughs> <laughs> Scum and villainy in Los Angeles. That's what I would. Uh, I would oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is red. That's a nice little place. 
Uh, that was it. That was the, yeah. the, the, well, that the, was the last the one. So there. maybe open up for some questions. And um, Steve's, you were so hot on doing this fall tour read that while the questions come in, maybe you can enlighten people about where we're going soon. I can indeed. Uh, so we just had an amazing first half of the tour and we are, we have a little more than half left uh, starting on November the 18th. We're going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, where the Charlotte Hornets play, I believe, in under, uh, doing Under Siege, which I'm really excited about. Uh, on November the 19th, we'll be at the Orange Peel in Asheville, North Carolina, talking about the Junia. And then on November the 21st, we're at the City Winery, not Zanies. Please uh, ask Zanies for a refund and send that money over to the City Winery and rebuy your tickets for Footloose or just buy them outright because you haven't bought them yet. Footloose. 1984's classic John Lithgow film. <laughs> and, then, and then on December the 9th, we are doing, we are closing our to- tour, closing our year at the Bell House in Brooklyn for the 10 year anniversary show. One year later, talking yeah. about Chud. Chud. Uh, one of my favorite New York movies and just absolutely stellar Daniel Stern stuff going on. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, dude, it's, it's a master class. Wonderful. He's, he's looking dirty and filthy. I love it. Oh, oh you gotta love Daniel Stern. Well, we'll have to, we always hint at Chris. We have to do Bushwhack. We're doing Bushwhack. We, we gotta do, do it. Bushwhack. Yeah. Maybe there'll be yeah. like counter programming in the summer for, you know, like a little, little school trip vibe there. I yeah. do think it was. A, camp. A, I think it was a summer movie too. I'm pretty right. sure. Oh, cool. Let me let me look that up. Well, <laughs> we I guess we're done with the read. Are there any uh, questions? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, no questions for me, but questions from folks. Uh, so let's see. We had a, a ton go by here. Um, bah, 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 bah. August 4th, 1995, Chris Cabin. Yeah. You, I don't know how your mind works, but I'm offended by it. it, it it's, it's really bad. <laughs> it's all bad up there, Eric. You just you got to know that by now. Uh, someone asks any more online live shows? Uh, not at the moment. No, probably not. We're trying to do real live shows uh, because so, those are more fun. And yeah. these we do, and we get to do these anyway. We'll do these all we can. But if we might can, never say never. Can, by the way, never say yeah, never. yeah, yeah. Never say never. We might do that again one time. I mean, or or, or multiple times. We'll see how it goes. But. If you live it near any of these dates, come on out, and we might be gearing up for something in 2022. So come yeah, on right. out. We might yeah, be coming to your town. There you go. Uh, we might be coming to your town. Veronica asks, "Do you have thoughts on possible best and worst of 2021?" I, I uh, think there's a lot. Dune and Pig are kind of some of my favorite movies of the year so yeah. far. Pig, definitely. The Green um, Knight, I loved. Yes. Um, great. Uh, uh, there's a movie called The Worst Person in the World that is quite excellent. Uh, Red Rocket coming up uh, from Sean Baker from yep. the, of the Florida Project. Really Development Underground Doc is just tremendous. Yes. Yes, Tremendously yes, yes. Yeah, good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, uh, what are some know. worst ofs? Uh, the Cinderella remake you were saying is hell on <laughs> earth, right, Steve? It is just. I mean, that would have to be a commentary uh, because there's just nothing to talk about. But I do want to hear you folks, the rest of my good friends, experience it. Maybe that's the commentary, dude, is the three of us don't watch it. Do it. And then we go to do this commentary and you just know everything that's coming. It's just, it's so cringy. Yeah, I would be. Um, That that, um, infinite movie with Mark Wahlberg is definitely. Hogwash. It's 
it's it's it's it doesn't exactly have a firm slot yet but it's it's pretty close it's like it, the restaurant pencil that's in like light darker pencil is infinite i feel <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if i would feel comfortable putting you through uh you three through uh dear evan hansen if you have oh, 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 it is it is something else man it is really it will really, really? change your whole mood if you you're in a good mood it'll be a bad one uh it's I'm, it's really something else. It's very long and it's horrible. Uh, and you'll you you'll actually want to kill the person you're supposed to be rooting for. So <laughs> that's always nice. So this is worse stuff <laughs> material potentially, right? I, mean, I don't even know if I want to put, but yes, it, it, I would definitely put, uh, put it on the pile. It, okay, okay. <laughs> Someone uh, Cruella. Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, I did not like Cruella. Uh, all right, here's something someone asked. We can get into this a little bit. Any love for Halloween Kills? Some of us liked it more than others. I so I liked it more than and now I gave it like two and a half or something on that's Letterboxd. pretty much where exactly where I was as well. And I I agree with all the problems that there are with it, but at the same time, I like how nihilistic it is and how no, you know, everyone that wants to do something doesn't get to and i kind of like that i like that angle but yes there's a lot of dumb shit in it there's a lot of dumb shit in it for sure i think that there's a lot of brutal kills which i appreciate yeah the score is fantastic it looks good yeah some good performances some really not good performances uh so yeah (laughs) and i i'm you know what dude i'm just gonna say it robert longstreet you're he's now half dude fucking rules he's he's exactly one half of a star if he's in a movie you now put Robert Longstreet in your motion picture. It is an instant ha- extra half star. I absolutely. absolutely agree with that. He's fucking awesome. I just really had problems with the script. Like, I'm sorry. That Anthony Michael Hall thing is embarrassing. It's mm. that monologue with him at that fucking Halloween party. It's embarrassing. And every time they're fucking shouting, evil dies tonight. It's not funny. And like, I think people are arguing that it's like intentionally funny. I do not believe that. No, absolutely I not. I do not. Yeah, and I, like, I don't and think so. Sheriff Brackett, like, I love the guy, but dude, him being uh, like, evil doctor tonight. It's just like, is the thought one even worse? Where he's just like, you know, everyone's entitled to one good scare. I oh, that dude, was a yeah. bigger problem for me, man. He but, farts yeah. at the camera. I oh. hated that shit. And yeah, evil doctor tonight is stupid. And that whole like rallying the town is bad. I, just, I I do, but, I'm on yeah. the I'm on the side of the fence where I think that's kind of intentional. Like it's about you know how towns get wrapped, whipped up. What's kind of weird about that's they definitely totally do. fine. Yeah, but just the fact that like Laurie Strode doesn't participate in any of that. Yes. Like yeah. she is 97 of the reason I'm going to see that movie. Totally so for true. me, because that's the reason I'm caring about it is Jamie Lee is back doing these movies. That's why it's like the biggest letdown to me. She has that terrible scene at the end with what's his face, Will Patton. Yeah. Yes. And it's just like, oh, Lori, if we knew now, or if we knew then what we know now, and they're like, oh, ooh, no, thank you. No, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's <laughs> it's brutal. I do give it points for being very brutal. But yes. Like, yeah. It is. It's a me- like there's 13 movies going on and I'm like, please just pick one. And I, I yeah, swear to God. Right. Lenny uh, Clark getting murdered in that movie is fucking hilarious. Very, funny. I'm very, sorry. very funny. <laughs> um, oh, but someone also bringing up uh, uh, Longstreet having a banger year because of Midnight Mass. That's absolutely true. I love him in that, oh. too. Um, he's if you really are, in, 
if you're interested, he did a. Uh, it was like a, one of his first big roles uh, in a movie by Josephine Decker uh, called "Thou Was Mild and Lovely." He's phenomenal. Oh in it. yes, he's phenomenal. In it. Oh shit. Yeah, it's a really good movie. I totally forgot he's in that movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, someone asked uh, where we saw Halloween. Did we go to the theater? Did we see it on Peacock? I watched it on Peacock. I, yeah. I went to the theater. I think that might have affected why I, I just I it could have been absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, can totally I ended see up it. Not going to the theater, even though I think you should. Um, I just um, I Andrew was telling me how bad it was, so I was just <laughs> like, let's get it out of the way because we were. Yeah, me and my wife were gearing up for Dune, and I wanted to do both in the same weekend. I knew that wasn't going to fly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like really good movies getting the big screen now. So like, yes, it's it's true. like something like that. I was kind of like, I'm fine with being home. Like, I, I gotta go see fucking Bergman Island, The French Dispatch, and The Card Counter, and all this other stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch Halloween Kills at home. Yeah. Um. Someone has a what my criticism of Midnight Mass is. Midnight Mass, aka everyone gets a monologue. Indeed, it was not working for me. It's talky. It. I, I love it, but it's talky. It's I would have loved Flanagan it in theater. Yeah, but I, this one more so felt like I would have loved it watching in a fucking theater. Like a, yeah. a stage, a theatrical production of that. The whole thing feels very theatrical to me. And I have like a problem when like plays are adapted for the screen. So this is like, it was kind of making me feel that same way watching it. But overall, I think it's totally fantastic. Yeah, I kind of get the feeling with Mid- Midnight Mass. I'm, I'm also, I'm like, right. I have like one episode left. Uh, but my, fe- my only major criticism is I kind of think it should have been a movie. Yeah, I don't think. I, I think they add way so, yeah. too much shit to it, and it kind of dilutes what's really great about I, it. I kind of, I like the pace of it. I kind of like you just do? the slow. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, I kind of, like- I kind of agree with you, Steve. I kind of like like settling into this fucking weird little uh, town by the sea. You know, and it just felt like, very yeah. like Stephen King to me. Yes, yes. Yeah. In that like, regard, really, like, 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 the length of he's playing like novelly stuff. It, it would have made it. I do think I would also like to see it as a movie. So maybe you might be right, Chris. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I. If it was a movie, maybe it's better, or if it's not, I just enjoyed the length of this guy. Yeah. Uh, I see a lot of people uh, saying that um, they're recommending seeing Dune in the theater. I haven't done that yet. Definitely worth it. I saw it with my wife uh, in an IMAX. Not the real IMAX at Lincoln Center, but like a fake IMAX that's just a very big screen. Yeah. I saw it at just a regular theater and it still kind of blew me away. I really loved it. I don't want to oversell it though, but I really liked it. Did I, I tell really love you guys? It? I, oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Go ahead. No, my one, my one, my really one big criticism with that movie, and I really loved it. And I'm Dune 2, let's do it, folks. Uh, Chalamet's great. Everybody's fantastic. Hans Zimmer's got to fucking hang it up, dude. I, I thought that score sucked shit. It's just, Ooh. It, I wanted like themes for characters. You know what I mean? Like mm. a big operatic score that lets you know that this is this and this is that, not just wah, ah, 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 ah. Uh, I guess it kind of worked for me in the way that I kind of just stopped even noticing it and I was just like sucked into it. But I kind of want to rewatch it now to pay more attention to that score. Well, I, you I mean, know, I, I think Villeneuve, like, him working with uh, what's Johan Johansson for so long and him passing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still looking for someone who matches him that way. Yes. And Zimmer, like he's just doing the Zimmer thing. Like this humongous fucking guitars are it's just, everywhere. It's so big as shit. Uh, yeah. I get what you mean. Well, I, I, you know, yeah. can I say this really quickly? 
please. And if someone says thoughts on Lynch's Dune, I watched that for the first time last night and I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's fucking weird as hell. I need to go back. I, I haven't seen it since like, uh, I guess right out of college or something. And I just remember being kind of iffy on it. So yeah, but now I've read half the book. So maybe I'll appreciate it. <laughs> Is he, uh, did you watch like the three hour or something or other? Or uh no, it's like the Arrow 4K that they put out, which Got I it. think is, it's I think it's just the theatrical cut. Lynch's name is on the director credit in the beginning, um, so the, yeah, because there's a the couple of versions where there's the Smythe on it, but um, the Arrow one at least has him doing that. And I don't think there's any other extra cuts on the bonus disc. Is there supposedly like a three hour thing? I saw somebody like, oh, I'm watching this. Three hour. It was. It seemed like a fan edit, though, so I wasn't sure what was going on. Like a oh, you know, oh putting oh, this oh. footage back together, like the most oh, complete version, like sketches oh, of designs in the middle <laughs> for like five seconds in the middle of something, like that bullshit Donner cut. Come and fight me, everybody. Just find <laughs> me and fight me about the Donner cut. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Find like one more question here. Um. Do you see Oscar uh, Isaac's hog and Dune? You do not, sadly. No. You know, there's actually one part where he is naked and they're doing like an Austin mm. Powers-y thing where it's just yeah, like, yeah. you get to you see get a lot, but not a, it. A little shimmer of butt cheek. Ooh. Mm. Not bad, dude. Mm. Uh, okay, so actually, I'll, I'll end with this one. Uh, when do we get the Prowlermentary? The Prowlermentary is being released this Thursday. So that's Ooh. when you can get it. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, Just in time for Halloween, folks. That is right. Yeah, that is, of course, exclusively on patreon.com slash we hate movies. Uh, okay, so that's going to do it, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. And again, remember, uh, we got some dates coming up in a few weeks. WHMpodcast.com slash tour for more information about all that. And again, if you had tickets in Nashville to see us at Zanies, Zanies has to refund you, and you guys have to unfortunately rebuy. Uh, for our show at City Winery, but all that information is on whmpodcast.com slash tour. That's it, gang. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. Good night. Creepy mask guy says bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.